Hey, welcome back to another HVAC Success Secrets Available with Thaddeus and Evan. We have good conversations with good people, and any good conversation worth having is worth having drunk. This morning, we had Stephanie Allen and Jessica Woodruff-Smith on, mm. and holy cow, these two women have a little bit of energy. Yeah, quite a bit. And uh, <laughs> it's funny even chatting with them throughout the evenings uh, mm -hmm. down at the event. But what I found unique about that is Jessica is Stephanie's right-hand woman within the business and doesn't even live in the same state. In fact, doesn't even live in the same time zone. She lives on the opposite side of the country and still making it work. Fascinating topic to be able to say, hey, geography shouldn't limit your talent pool. Yep, Love that part of the episode. Also, transparency of success. That was one of my favorite parts. I'm just going to leave it at that because you're going to love that part of the episode. But we want to hear from you. Leave a note down in the comments. What was your favorite part of the episode? And enjoy the show. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great look there. He's like, you're up, bud. I was uh, like, all right, sweet. <laughs> Stephanie Allen, Jessica Woodruff Smith from Airworks Heating and Air in Camarillo, California. Yep. Crushing it down there. Crushing it. Having a great time. Having fun. Absolutely. Welcome back to another HVAC Success Secrets Revealed with Thaddeus and Evan. We're back at W H V A C R. Having a good time. How'd y'all get into the trades? I want to get into this. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. How'd you get into it? How'd you get started? You want to start? Sure. My dad had an HVAC company my whole life. I never thought I would work for him. And then when I was 22, I was waiting tables and it was the worst. I was going right. to tell him to turn it up, but he wasn't listening. <laughs> Closer. All right, that works. Um, I was waiting tables and it was the worst. So he told me to come cover the phones on vacation, like summer people on vacation. I never left. <laughs> I did everything. I've done every job in the office at an HVAC company. And then I didn't want to own it. That's the job I didn't want. So he sold it and worked for the company that bought it for a while. And then I scooped her up. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. A bridge version. Yeah. My husband and I have a heating and air conditioning company. I've decided to call us co-owners instead of my husband makes mm. it sound fancier so absolutely yeah we started airworks in 2010 and kevin has been in the industry since 2002 so he started working for his best friend's dad running ductwork over summer and he fell in love with it and so he stayed in the industry and i went to school i went on to the university of alabama to get my law degree and my mba and i did the whole if you love me you'll come with me right so he did and i said i'm not ready you stay home <laughs> and so then eventually Actually, he did come out and got him a job with, we bought a house, got him a job there with the company that came to do our inspection when we were purchasing. So he worked for them. He then realized that he didn't really love doing service in the South with the company that he wasn't raised with. This wasn't the same as it was for us in California. So he started working with a friend in Texas doing carpet cleaning. So that was the first time we became entrepreneurs. We lost a friend and $40,000 and he came back home and he started working with other HVAC companies in Alabama and Tuscaloosa. And some of those ethics just didn't mesh with ours. And we realized if these guys can do it, we can do it. Right. And so for Christmas in my third year there, law school is typically three years. I added on the MBA, should have been a four-year program. Kev said, I gave you three. So I did them both in three. So <laughs> for Christmas in that third year, I bought him the contractor's course in California. Now, I love my husband and he is a fantastic technician. He is not an academic. We're a yin and yang to each other. So he studied for that thing. And that was the scariest test of my life. And I've taken the California bar and he passed. And so that's when we became contractors. And in 2010, we moved back home to raise family with family. We weren't ready for family yet, but we knew that that was going to be coming. And that's when Airworks started. 
And mm. it started at a time when the economy was just coming out of the recession. And everyone was telling us, it's a terrible time to start a company. You can't start a company. Everybody's going to fail. We're, we just had a recession. We're like, you've got nothing to lose. We had cell phone bills. We had one truck. And we lived with our parents. Right. We started an HVAC company. Right. That was our beginning. It was just the two of us. Kev did all of the service. He actually worked part-time for other companies in town until we could raise enough business on our own. And I answered everything on a cell phone. I remember living in his parents' house in the bedroom where our two dogs slept and I could roll out of bed and hit my head on the folding table that was my desk, <laughs> where we pretended we owned it when our first employees came because we were embarrassed that we were living in his parents' house. Right. So... Yeah, that's where we started. We figured out that we're better together. So I did work in law for a little while and I ran a couple of other businesses, but we figured out our company and our family and our life is better when we work together. And so that's why I'm back in the business full-time. Love it. I was going to say there's a lot of great companies that started in garages. Amazon, yeah. Microsoft. Apple. Apple. Yeah. yeah, all my clothes were in the garage <laughs> on a hanging <laughs> and covered with towels at that point in my life. Yeah. yeah. But the thing that, that I is like you had no overhead, right? When you're like on a personal level, and that's know, when the way you're we still young, run right? the business, right? Yeah. And, it, and it's good to have that. And that's the remote aspect of things. And I do want to dive into the remote part of things. But if somebody's listening, my dad gave me that same advice back when I was younger. I had an opportunity in 2014 to start something, and I called him. I'm like, "Well, do I do it? Do I leave my job? I'm earning good money. I really like the career. I really like the industry that I was in." And he's like, "What do you have to lose?" He's like, "What do you really have?" For expenses, how long can you go without earning an income? Good job, Dad. Oh, phenomenal <laughs> job, phenomenal job. And I was like, "You're right. Like, I could live for a year with if I had no money." And he's like, "Go start it." He probably knew he had your back too. Yeah, he had my back. That's the other part. But like, a lot of people don't realize that it sometimes it just takes the leap of faith. Looking at your actual situation, and it's easier to do it when you're younger because you can recover. But when you're older, you have a little bit more, no expenses and such. But you might still be able to recover right. taking that leap of faith. Well, that's and, a Robert Kiyosaki thing, right? If you're going to go bankrupt, do it by 30 because at least then you got time to recover. Right? Yeah. yeah. But I'm fascinated by this remote work thing. And I know you guys said, well, we don't know if we've really got it figured out, which is completely okay, right? Because you're going to adapt and change because you guys don't even live in the same country, let alone the same coast. We do uh, live in the same, same country. Same country. Sorry. Come on now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> state. I meant state. I live in Massachusetts. Airworks is in California. So how does running a remote business like that work especially time zones especially be like three hours apart and i'm assuming all your employees are remote we're not a remote business because we have to have technicians in the field where we are so we just have a re remote support staff yeah so walk us through that how does that work it's been fantastic and we've really only been fully remote in the last couple of months we went remote when everybody did during covid right hot minute and then we actually built out an office very close to home and everybody came back in and, and we did all the social distancing and we worked together there. But then when we brought Jessica on the team, we figured out that geography shouldn't limit our talent pool. And so also my unique selling proposition, what makes us different in the industry is that we are truly family owned and mom, family run, mom approved is what our line is. Right. Mm -hmm. And we believe in the work-life balance. Kelly, who's been on our team for eight years, had a baby in June. So it wasn't a good time for her to come back into the office fully. And so everybody's life circumstances just led to, it's going to be best for us to try to do this remote. We have the technology, so let's see what we can do. Turns out your employees work more when they're not in the office. Weird, right? Yeah. yeah. I, why are we whispering? Because it's a secret. Don't tell Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's something that COVID was a realization for, right? And yeah. they started saying like, oh shit, people are more productive when they're at home because they end up 
working less hours, but they're more productive. And what I mean by that, I don't think is, they work less hours because they <clears throat> we're working on them being able to turn it off kind of always right. on. That's the challenge of working from home is like we're home based, right? All of our, our employees are remote and they work from home. And so it's tough to turn that off. But the interesting thing is now you eliminate your drive time. Now you eliminate that part of driving to the office, coming home from the office. And so you also, the downside is you miss the water cooler talk that then also increases productivity, right? So where's your trade-off? How have you guys been able to, with remote staff, manage that aspect of not having that water cooler talk, that culture within the office? I think because we were in the office for so long, the people that had been together still have that. And we utilize Google chats and we have Google meetings and phones and text. And so we're still small enough where we're still having that type of community. Two weeks ago, we did a virtual DoorDash lunch where we gave everybody a budget. They bought their own lunch. They had it delivered. They ate together and we hung out and talked. We try to start with icebreakers, but we're still figuring it out. Yep. Still figuring it out. That's the nice part. It always adapts and change. I like Google Spaces too. We use it and there's a lot of GIFs that we have a thread with our team. It's basically all GIFs. Oh dear. I didn't realize like the magnitude of GIFs out there that could fit almost any situation, mm -hmm. but Jessica's the queen of them. She told the me queen. I should have put it on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> like before I can get a thought out, she already has a gift for it. Yep. And then I spend five minutes looking for something that might work. And she's already <laughs> on it again. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good. It's a skill. Yeah. It's, it truly is. <laughs> it's one I don't have mastered. But that's another thing in business is that you bring in people. Not that I was looking for a gift master. <laughs> <laughs> but you bring people in that compliment you and that have other skill sets. That's one of the great things that I found in working with Jessica is she really helps complete our team. And she's the master that we didn't have for service Titan and processes. And because she's done everything in HVAC before for another business, she helps support that brainstorming process and that growth. So we're really excited for what the next chapter looks like. Keep saying we're going to look back on this year of foundation and laugh. Yep. So for you, Jessica, coming into a business that's already been established, it's already been around for a little while, and now you're coming in and stirring the pot a little bit. How do you go about doing that in a way that's elegant? Lots of gifts. Ah, there you go. <laughs> <Also> right. <laughs> right. But in a way that's still respectful to your bosses and starting to move the business in the right direction and steer the ship the right way. I think it helps that Stephanie respects my opinion. So I can come in with an idea that she maybe isn't comfortable with, but she's willing to listen to it and hear my reasons and give things a try. I love it. That's what you hired her for, right? Yeah. And there's some PTSD that we're breaking. <laughs> <laughs> I worked for my father for 15 years. So there's a little bit of, Stephanie, I need to leave early for a doctor's appointment. And like, it's okay. I'll make up the time later. And she's like, just go to the doctor. <laughs> You're remote and on salary. Like, okay. Yeah. And by 6am my time, she's up and at it for the day. And so we're working. It's really cool to actually have her on a different time zone. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. If you've ever worked in HVAC, you know that it's like a blessing to be able to start at 9am, but have it actually be early. So I take my kid to school and then I get home and I settle in and I start working and I've got our daily reporting done. And, and your summer office was pretty rough, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> my summer office was the worst. I uh, moved into my parents' house at the beach. My son took sailing lessons. I set up at the clubhouse while he sailed and worked from there. Sounds awful. Oh, yeah, she was right? sending us pictures of her setup at the yacht club. Hmm. Multiple mm -hmm. screens on a table in the clubhouse. It was Oh, geez. That sounds terrible. Why can't we have, why can't we have it all? So, Man, I did. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that 
a lot of the industry is really stuck in the old way of doing things and they're missing out on opportunities for great talent. So stuck in the old ways mm-hmm. and trying to identify, move the business forward in a new way, in a new in new chapters, how do you overcome, for you guys, I think it's easy, right? Because you're already thinking on how can we adapt, how can we innovate, how can we change? If you're talking to- But we bus- work with technicians. Right. Mm-hmm. How can you, that, that are stuck in their old ways. <laughs> so how can you, wanting to adapt and innovate, change, move the business forward, work with your technicians who are stuck in the old way to be able to get them onto this new way of thinking? It's bite-sized pieces. And so we give them a little something, get them to trust us, get them to try a little bit more, give them a little bit more. So it's a strategic rolling out of whatever our plans are. When we moved from paper to SM, big deal. Right. When we moved CRMs, so we went from Service Fusion to Service Titan, big deal. Things don't work the way that they used to. I have to do what? But then they start to see productivity. And one of the big things that we've changed is that transparency of success. And so we're tracking and measuring all of our numbers. We're looking at dashboards. We're communicating. We're talking about it. That's newer for our company. And the whole team really appreciates it. And it's contributing to our success. So transparency of success, what things go into that? What are you transparent about to your team? Revenue. We don't really have the book. Right. If you've got a question about what we're spending, what we're doing, why our billable hours the way that it is, why it should be more, why did we change our maintenance plans? We talk about it. We talk right. about it all. And I think of somebody like Tersh Blissett, right? And the Service Business Mastery Podcast, shout out, hi Tersh. He was on live yesterday. I kept saying hi Tersh on all of his lives. Uh, <laughs> he has this philosophy that if one of his one of his people wants to go out and start their own business, he says, Great. Come sit with me for a day. I'll teach you everything you need to know and gives it everything because he wants to elevate people up within the industry. Absolutely. Yep. And we say the same thing. Just don't hurt the industry. Yep. That's it's it. really not as easy as it looks though. Yep. That's just it. You're going to do one of two things. Like either they're going to leave and start their own thing and be better prepared. So they're going to run a better business, which is going to elevate everyone, right? right? Rising tides, raise all ships, or they're going to realize how hard that fucking is, <laughs> how much money actually goes into running a business and say, that actually isn't for me. And now they're going to be a more dedicated employee team member. It's like Jessica. She even said, she's like, I did everything in the business except own it. And I don't want to own it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm thankful for that choice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Worked yeah. out for you. Yeah. It's worked out for me. Yeah. So far. Yep. Yeah. We'll see what tomorrow brings, but. <laughs> <laughs> Probably less taquitos than yesterday. <laughs> Thank you, Leanne, for the taquitos. Lauren. It was Lauren, right? It was Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> she was also the one that sent me the picture of the drinks that I left outside. Yeah. She called me out on it. I was like, yeah. Appreciate you. <laughs> the ethics didn't mesh. That was something you mentioned regarding when your husband working down in Alabama and some of the companies that you were working with there. What are you doing right now in terms of instilling core values within your company? We talk about them all the time. We have the Airworks way. It has to be good for the customer. It has to be good for the community. It has to be good for the company. And if it's not good for all three, then it's not something that we're going to move forward with. So when we started and I was naive, it was there will be no commissions in this company because I didn't want any of our team to have to sell something to put food on the table. Right. I didn't want there to be that. And then I learned that you can compensate well and instill those ethics and still be able to have a commission business. We do both. We try to pay well and we have some spiff opportunities, but we manage that and we talk through it. And we're really the customer experience. They talk with us so much that we would know if something was going down. Right. And there are companies in our community that are not so ethical and that we end up following up and we end up 
actually absorbing a lot of those team members mm -hmm. onto our team because they want to work for a company that does really good, honest work. I love it. Anything you want to add to that, Jessica? Yeah. Well, as we come up on our 20 minute time limit, any final thoughts before we get to our last question? We have a last question. We have a last question. Huh. And this one's going to be for Jessica. Okay. <laughs> what is one question that you wish people would ask you more, but don't? Not that one. <laughs> I did ask her how to run a particular report one time. And she's like, that's the easiest thing you've ever asked me. <laughs> Anything to do with service Titan and, and reporting. Ask oh, for help. Ask for help. That's what I wish people would ask me for help. Right. I'm accessible. Find me on Facebook. I want to help everybody. And Stephanie doesn't mind if I'm helping people. Yep. I, I, again. Stronger together. Yeah. Look at this whole event at Women in HVACR and it's just in, in listen to the Lady Titans and everything. We are stronger together when we unite and we ask for help and we support because it takes a village and it really does. And I think if we continue to do that, we will find your Facebook profile. We'll put that in the show notes for later. So if you have any questions about anything, reach out to Jessica. Thank you for the Lady Titans plug. Hey, you're very welcome. <laughs> Big fan of Lady Titans. I'm working on making her an influencer. Oh. Yes. I think it'll be good for her, good for us, all the things. Absolutely. All right. I'm looking forward to see that. Knowing when you are an influencer, we'll have you back on. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Go get that blue check mark. <laughs> <laughs> Except for on Twitter, you can buy it. Yeah, now you can buy now, it. I'm not sure I want to be on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it's frowned upon in California. <laughs> Thanks awesome. for having us. No Thanks for coming on. on. And until next time. Wait, can I push a button? Yeah. Which one? Just pick one. That was strangely arousing. <laughs> <laughs>